Yeah, we're we're we started. Sorry, I (laughs) look. I I'm I'm just one woman. (laughs) What can I do? There was some SD card. Well, I now it works. Yeah, you have to take it out like multiple times and put it back in. (laughs) But here we are. It's Monday night in Los Angeles. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Just the start of a week. You know. I love Mondays. I, I think we talked about this. In no. Did we? Did we? Well, because you're tripled cap. Yeah. I love Mondays. Oh, that's. <laughs> a fresh start to getting more done. <laughs> sickening to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't really agree with that. Um, no, I, but I did go to work today. So what do I know? How was work? Oh, so you had to work on Indigenous People's Day. Well, I mean, I. Oh, Okay. First of all, can I just say, so I started out my day by going to get um, an egg sandwich at the cafe across the street because I do support local business. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cafe Modigliani. Wow. Keith is going to be so happy that I plugged that on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Keith. But he he said, oh, aren't, aren't the banks closed on Columbus Day? And I stopped him and I was like, isn't this Indigenous People's Day now? And he goes, oh, I don't know. Isn't it? Good for you. I think in this state it is. Oh, in this state it is. There's like a couple states where it's um, Native American. Okay. Yeah, because I I am Italian, but I don't don't acknowledge that person. Oh. um, Christopher Columbus. Okay, but didn't he he come from Spain? No, No, he was commissioned by the Spaniards. Yeah, okay. But he's Italian. That's right. right. Okay. Fucking Italians and Christopher Columbus for fuck's sake. I yeah. just knew that so yeah, I just knew that, that king and queen. It was Ferdinand and, and Isabella. Isabella. Yeah. They weren't good people. No, they did a whole bunch of I remember shit. when I went to Spain though for study abroad, we went to a castle that they lived in and all of the furniture was like so small. Like they like people were like small. I know, it's true. I went to the Henry Ford Museum yeah. in Michigan and it was the same thing. Yeah, and there was tiny. a a part of a castle where you had the option of like going up this like steep turret like up all these stairs. It was like over a thousand steps. Oh, and wow. they had like warning signs being like do not walk up these steps if, you know, you have a heart condition or you have yeah. claustrophobia. Or if you're like, you know, like extremely overweight, they're like, yeah. you know, you can get like stuck up. I made it up the steps. Yeah. I did it. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So you could have survived back then <laughs> very well. I mean, I didn't, well, see, but the tower was to go up to the torture area. <laughs> and I guess they used to keep people up there like in like the elements, you know, to like punish them. Yeah. So, yeah, they're great people. Should I say who I'm speaking with? Okay. Yeah. Sure, so I'm with uh, Heather Turman. I'm I, looking right at her. A re- a ter- I'm a returnee. Yes, you're a return guest. Yes. Not the first return guest. 
So, sorry. But <laughs> sorry. No, that's not a dick. I was just like, no, no, I was just like thinking in my head, like, who was the first return guest? It was Charles Disney. Oh, okay. Close personal friend. Right. Charles Disney. Related to Walt Disney. No, no he's not. Yeah. No. Otherwise, I'm sure his his life would be on a much different plane. I wouldn't have done two episodes. Of <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. And that was a dig, but I mean... He wouldn't have hosted the Hollywood Hotel open mic for so long if he was related to the Disney family, for real. Mm. So funny. And then my other guest also has my same name. It's Heather Moderato. So, hi. Hi. Hello. We're all named Heather. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's To the third power. (laughs) And I fucking read uh, an article about how the name Heather is... Oh, no, so, okay. Somebody that she, sent that to me yeah, and I yeah, was so course. offended. Did you see this? <laughs> Did no, you read it? Like, so the, the title of the article said, wasn't it like the sharp decline of the yeah, name the Heather or like, decline. it was like the downfall of the name Heather and somebody sent it to me and I was like, what are you trying to say to me? I was like, is this a veiled message? <laughs> because it said in the article, it was like, uh, yeah, the name Heather doesn't seem like it's making a comeback anytime soon. When it's like, no, <laughs> they said, it is making a comeback they, right now. People are going to name their kids Heather because No, Heather's it says in the back. next generation, maybe, but it'll be like a name like Eleanor. Because like people like brought back like Eleanor. Ironic, you mean? Yeah, well, like a names, grandma name. Names either skip generations. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I have a, my high school boyfriend's grandmother's name was Eleanor. Right. Um, and then the daughter, sure. is, her middle name is Eleanor. So it's like, but I guess middle names, but still. Um, I could, I know that people are naming their children Eleanor now. Like there's hipster couples that are oh, like, sure. Ellie, you know, but like, <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, so Heather is going to make a comeback, but yeah, what fucked me up, what was so, made me so mad mm. and I hate to offend some of your listeners, but they okay. may be offended a select group of them, but <laughs> uh, go ahead. The name Shirley <laughs> is m- more popular now than How? the name Heather. What? The name Shirley. Like, Shirley is it because is of Shirley a better Temple? option to name your child than Heather. I don't <sighs> fucking think so. But I also think of like Shirley Jones, who I love. She was in Oklahoma and also played the mom and like the Partridge family. Yeah. Hot as fuck. And then Shirley MacLaine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but that's my point is that today, these days, yeah. people are more people are naming their child Shirley than Heather. That's crazy. I know. I mean, I just don't understand it. I mean, now I guess Heather, I don't know. It does have this kind of like eighties association with because it. the movie, Which I guess yeah, the movie, but yeah, I was born before the movie. So yeah. I don't know. Well, my dad said yeah. I was originally going to be named Layla after the Eric Clapton song. Oh, wow. Yeah. And my mom, like she loved that song. Like she was really like into the name. And then my dad, like he looked up what it meant. And like, it's like an African name that means like darkness. <laughs> and he was like, I'm not naming my daughter that. And then he suggested Heather. He was like, Oh, I saw a little girl at the park named Heather. That's a cute name. And that I'm named after then, some little girl. In the park, so was funny. he like, did he object to the meaning of the name? Yes. Yeah. He didn't like that. He thought it, it, it brought like some sort of like negative energy or yeah, something. Just darkness. Yeah. And then also when you think about the song Layla, like, you know what it's about, right? So. No, what is it about? So it, it's about, so Eric Clapton had an affair with George Harrison's wife. 
and he and Layla is her and that's not her real name but that's what he calls her in the song oh wow yeah I didn't know that he's like begging her to like leave be with him. yes to leave George to Harrison leave the Beatle to be with yeah Clapton. wow yeah and how it what's the origin of this the, well I I don't I don't know the whole story behind their affair but if you no it's an African song an African name Layla no, I know, but I'm talking about Eric, that Eric Clapton. Oh, their whole affair? Yeah. Thing? I don't know the whole story behind it. I'm, I'm like, not a big... isn't this how like rumors get started? No, Where it's it... on their like Wikipedia pages and everything. Really? Yeah, I okay. think it's like I talked about. Was, like, I need to check this out. I think out. it's like talked about in their like biographies like pretty heavily. But nothing That's like what they always do. They get into their like elder years, their like senior sure. years, and then they always write about like who they had a fair with. <laughs> And those the are day. the best book. That's my they mom's are. favorite genre. Like my mom, see, Elderly like I love memoirs. No, no, I, <laughs> <laughs> look, I love my mom, Hi, but um, like she doesn't read. Up. Like she's not into like literature. You know, like she hates like the kind of books that I like. She's like, how could you read that? You know, like I'll be like, I, like I loved reading books like. Like when I was in high school, I was reading like Lolita, and like, you know, The Jungle by Upton Sinclair, just like all this like dark, like, you know, yeah. stuff. I love like death and suffering in books. <laughs> and <laughs> and she would always be reading like, like, so that's her was her main genre was celebrity, like trashy autobiographies. And then also just like. You know, like books like Lipstick Jungle, like these, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Candace Bushnell, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what do you call that? I, like, Chicklet, like, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, Chicklet. Is what they call yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that I was like, like a big era in books. I, it was. Yeah. I mean, I am a fan because of comedy. I'm a, a fan of books of essays, whether it be stories like Chelsea Handler's books yeah. or like David Sedaris yeah. type essays, like, or, memoirs i really do but mostly written by comics that i identify with right or are comedic satirical stories yeah um but at the same time i totally have an appreciation for good literature and like a strong yeah i i have i have so many books by comedians i've never even read i just like bought them i don't know to like look cool or something <laughs> Because did you think that you needed to buy them? Something like and that. And not like they were going to like one day maybe assist you? Yeah, no. Yeah. I guess it was like, oh, I need to buy this. Cause what, and now some of them I'll never read. Like I, I have a right. on Ansari's modern love book. I'm not going to read that. But that's a great transition to that. Well, oh, <laughs> wow. I, that was unintentional. <laughs> I know, but it's true. But I yeah. mean, but here's the thing, right? Like, a, in in some way, shape, or form, the conversation is going to always lead back to just yeah. based upon what's happening and, and and everything about it. Where it's it's it, it's not just political, it's not just social, it's not just an entertainment. It's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. it's such an epidemic that it's gonna it's gonna. I was going to mention fucking Sweet Caroline. Mm-hmm. Mm. That fucking song, mm-hmm. which yeah. is about fucking young Caroline Kennedy. <gasps> is that trans. really what it's... No. Yeah, it's about Caroline Kennedy? Reaching out, Ooh. reaching in, touching me, touching you. Oh, my God. Like, I did not know it was yes. about her. Yeah, it was about fucking Caroline Kennedy when she's like 12. Oh, that's crazy. 
but it's a staple. They play it at every wedding. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's so ingrained that it, even if that was talked about, half those people aren't going to be like, we shouldn't be listening to this. The next time it comes on, they're going to bump, bump, bump it to death. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know? well, no, but I also feel people, like. I mean, this just, I mean, it's the epitome of privilege. The individuals that don't recognize what kind of privilege they have. You ha- and that is, you know, the disappearing middle class, middle class mm. American, white American families that have no idea what it means to not have mm. everything that they have. You know what I mean? And so when you live in that bubble, you hear about these terrible things and you're just like, uh, well, doesn't touch us. And you just continue on with your life singing fucking sweet Caroline. Sure, and, and those are the individuals. Those that percentage of oh my god, and I women and that I, voted for Trump. These the two fucking bitch senators that fucking helped push Kavanaugh through. Oh my god, I, that Susan Collins. These, fuck yeah. her. I mean, this is yeah. These are those people. Well, they this relates to a lot of it. things because yeah. Well, I've been thinking a lot lately about internalized misogyny. Yeah, yeah. because the it really is ingrained in you from, from a young born. age. Yeah, and it's, in, in in such basic ways as like like little girls they're taught like I don't know what a good example of this is but like for example like you're in elementary school or junior high and like like popularity is based on like like, oh who's like a who's a pretty girl you know and then you're taught to like oh that girl's not pretty enough and then you're taught to like automatically have like like a dislike of of women when you're a woman because you look at a woman you're like oh well she's not pretty like me so there is this like inherent competition that's built into being a woman yeah it's well and that's part of that yeah well but it goes deeper than that it's literally the concept of a woman's worth is made by a man right a woman isn't worthy unless she's um unless a man claims her right and then and so you know, and that's where the obsession with work. physicality comes exactly, from. Exactly, because yes. then they have to appeal to men more. Right. And so they're like, what do the boys like? Like, oh, I need to look pretty. And then right. they will. They'll, they'll be competing against other girls. And they'll. it's it's such a disgusting cycle. Yeah. Um, and church, of course, reinforces it. Yeah. And I've thought a lot lately about how, because I'm not in communication with my father at all. Um, he definitely was that type of person who... He was very like vain in his own way. Like he was obsessed with like his the way he looked, you know. Yeah. And then he would also obsess over like the way my the way my mom looked, and he would like talk about her weight and stuff like that. I remember one time like she was in the hospital because she had pulled her back, and he he was like, "Oh, I saw that they they weighed your mom." And keep in mind, I'm eight years old when he's saying this to yeah. me, and he goes, "She weighs almost two hundred pounds," and I was like. Okay, <laughs> like, yeah. and like, what a bizarre thing to say. Yeah, but it's stuck to with an eight-year-old. Eight no, I still think about yeah. him saying that. Yeah. And now that I'm like, you know, much older and like, like, know what the fuck was happening now. Looking back on, I'm like, wow, this guy was like, he was like so obsessed with like women's bodies and like policing women's bodies. Yeah, like he like was always telling me to lose weight. You know, he told my sister to lose weight. Like all those sorts of 
stuff and then he would like make comments about other people in public about their weight like he was just like obsessed with that stuff like he's a crazy narcissist yeah but i remember well my question is this yeah a like what did his mom look like oh i have no idea she like she died like so long ago i have no idea like she died when he was a teenager so also, he's, that was like in the in the did, late 50s, early die? 60s. Did she die of something? Oh my related? god! Well, this is a crazy story. He, this is what he told me that they got in a fight one day, and he like left the house and told her to drop dead, and that she died that day of a stroke. He told me that. Oh my god! <laughs> he told me that, and I'm like, is and I don't know how real that is. That happened with me and my religious ed teacher. Oh really? Oh yeah, for sure. It was the year that I I was taught directly that God brought AIDS to gay people mm. because being gay was a sin. Um, and I just like met my first official round of gay people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is some fucking bullshit. And it got me so angry that I like wished I wished her dead. And within that year, she ended up dying of a brain tumor. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. Well, and she was a nun. Well, wait, this is I'm a Catholic wishing, thing. Yeah, I'm it's a Catholic wishing, course. I'm currently wishing people dead all the time. And <laughs> I get scared of doing me. that. I have Catholic guilt. I, I get scared to like wish people dead <laughs> because I'm like afraid it could happen. Like I, but also I do believe that you like manifest things. Oh yeah, totally. But I don't know. So but, far I mean, me wishing bad. people dead. Is it's not nobody that I know. I'm just saying I'm wishing a lot of people dead. Yeah. I don't know them personally. But you know, like here's the, <clears throat> I just came from like an event tonight for, um, the two Democratic candidates for um, governor mm-hmm. and lieutenant governor of Wisconsin. And it's regardless of like whatever the fuck, it's like here we are. Mm-hmm. Like here we are. Yeah. Like here's the truth. And like some people have known that truth a lot longer mm-hmm. than others. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so within that, then it's a lot of listening needs to happen. Right. I think, um, in order for anything to get done. And I think especially for white people, progressive white people. That are so used to having the narrative, quote unquote, um, <clears throat> that it's really important to do just as much, if not more, listening. Absolutely. Um, no, I totally agree. I it- never listened to anyone for far too long. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I do. And I think that, like, I, I mean, I don't think that true in like a big way. Like if it, I, that's not true. Actually, you know what? It's not true. Well, don't you feel that you listen to like going back to what we were just talking about? Don't you think you listen to the things that people told you to be true? Yeah. And they were the wrong things. (laughs) I don't know. No, but But I mean, listening to she's, she's also talking about like, you know, listening to people of color and Mm. listening to the underrepresented, like. Just listening to, like, we're three white women in this room right now. Yeah. Like, just, like, listening to people that may not have as much privilege as we have. 
right because we were born in this country and have oh yeah no i totally yeah no and i totally see that i totally i try to like acknowledge that i'm much more privileged than a lot of people Mm um you know just like the fact just being born in america is like that's one lucky thing well you know now i I worry for the kids well yeah born here but but you know what i mean and you know the fact that i'm able to like you know pursue a career in the arts like that's 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 pretty privileged every day that i went to a private college and all this stuff so um but i haven't lacked an awareness of these sorts of injustices my entire my my parents even though my dad was a shitbag like he (laughs) he's alive i say past tense though um they both taught me to question authority like pretty well like they 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 always had like a pretty healthy distrust of you know like government and certain authority figures and things like that i don't know if it's like a generational thing for them my mom was like kind of like a hippie growing up Um, see my mom was too but here's the thing my parents have it too they're like that too but unfortunately they're like it as far as like conservatives like they like distrust the left and you know what i mean oh um but i still got to witness questioning and like you know seeing different things but it didn't really hit me until i was in los angeles wait where did you grow up uh just outside detroit michigan okay and so your parents are are they republicans yes they are okay yeah yeah i don't know what that's like (laughs) well except my dad my dad voted for george bush twice and my and my mom and my sister and i we all like you know railed him for that like (laughs) you know i I, yeah i try i tell my parents i get in arguments with them you know um for the way that they vote but they they i also do their their only fault is not listening because otherwise it's not their fault that they just have had these privileged lives and like whatever Mm -hmm. but they need to listen and so to deny individuals and acknowledge and to, yeah, to, yeah. they need to, to acknowledge there, no there really is a problem with being unable to listen in that, this country like people I mean, are terrible at it that, here. that, that and if, unable if listen, to acknowledge but that's the yes. same thing yeah. that's what i was trying to say you have to listen so that you can acknowledge you can't just acknowledge something mm-hmm. without understanding that there's like yeah. you know what i mean no for sure for sure for sure but, and, but that's the issue is when people are confronting them with it, when they're being confronted with this is happening over here. Don't, didn't you notice instead of being like, Oh shit, I didn't notice. I had I can't believe I was so over here enjoying my comfy life that I didn't fucking like, Oh man, I'm going to listen. I'm going to do better. I can't believe this was going on. You know, not instead of making that decision, it's no, that's not how it is. And that, but you know? that also goes to, you know, like, I, re- I remember that, like, conversation that was had with that dude that was seemingly Republican that didn't get a thing or two. Um, and that we're so used to, I think, especially on social media, like, the call-out culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just calling out, calling out, calling out, calling out. Mm-hmm. Um, and rarely take an opportunity to call in. Yeah. To like take a moment because it's not just, it's, 
this shit is fucking hard and it's hard fucking work and it's hard being fucking vigilant every single second of every single day because mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? Sometimes I don't have the energy to do that. I don't have the energy to fight. I don't have the energy to correct. Right. I don't, you know, but it's, it's, that's the whole entire point of being a progressive. It's you continually use the muscle. You continually grow like it. And it just, um, it just doesn't make sense to me that why somebody would never be willing to grow. No, I, mm. I, I trust me. That's that's always my big thing in a personal I think people way. People just I get my parents. I don't know. I feel like people uh, just like being comfortable with what they know. Yeah, they're afraid. You I mean, know, fear based. It is fear based. Yeah, I mean, for being sure. Conservative is fear based. The root of the word is fear based. Conserve. We're like running out. There's not enough to go around. Right. You know what I mean? Like. And it's like, what are you afraid of? Yeah. Like, and the fact is, is they're afraid of losing what they have. And so to, there's like that quote and you know, I feel like I say it all the time, but it's like, and I, and I'm like, I hope I didn't say it on your podcast. If I did, who cares? But, um, <laughs> but okay. I, that, uh, um, when you come from a place of privilege, equality feels like oppression. And so these people who have so mm. much privilege, the concept of like there being an equal playing field feels like they're suddenly being oppressed and like they're not in any way, shape or fucking form, but they like, it's the, their first taste of the feeling and the uprising of all Trump's supporters is literally that fear seed being ignited, them being shown what the other side looks like. And the defense that's being taken is the only thing they know how to do, which is, deny it and 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 oppress it and oppress it but but Mm -hmm. but but what i mean but not even just oppress it it's it's when somebody comes like let's just do like two people right two people in a conversation when somebody calls someone and we talk about calling out and calling in but when somebody shows someone who they are Mm. and it's ugly Mm -hmm. the other person like when somebody says something to me and it's a truth mm-hmm. that I don't want to see. Yeah. What happens? We get rageful and we say like, you don't know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Like, obviously if you do a lot of work, you won't have this reaction all the time. You'll have a, a recognition of like, Oh my God, I yeah. do that. But these people who've never in their lives, you know, they've been on the top of this pedestal for so long that suddenly they can even, they're even being shown that there are people on the bottom, you know? So suddenly they're seeing these people on the bottom and they're like, you have all this. And they're just like, stop trying to take it. You're trying to take it. Like, you know, and it, and it like immediately. Becomes- yeah. And, and what else, the other thing that's interesting to me about that is like, they want to hold on to what they have, but at the same time, there's the people who are in power, just keep taking and taking and taking and taking like the rich are so fucking rich in this country well what's the quote that you always say about Uh, the? give me a second i'll 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 look it up right now yeah yeah and i'm wondering you know because you know this country like how many years are we on in this thing uh well fear what you fear not many plagues you so when Mm -hmm. the right is afraid 
that their liberties are going to be taken away. The freedom of freedom of speech and freedom. Oh, of I hate I hate when people they think that's what they're fighting for. argue for things like that but when they like, don't know what. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, like when you're afraid of losing those things, you're you're literally like afraid of it. What you fear most plagues plagues you. You're going to lose it now. Every decision that you're making to vote to protect or to like fight to protect this and like bear those guns and like do this fucking shit like slowly but surely this fucking government is taking our freedoms away and they're doing so right in front of our very fucking eyes. Yes. And like and it's a result of all the people that the people who are afraid on the right have voted to put in to the Supreme Court, to the White House. Now those decision makers are taking away the fucking freedoms that these people bought their bullshit that they were going to fucking protect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, like, we've got your interests at heart. No, yeah, they're voting. They're They're voting to empower a system that is detrimental to them, ultimately. And and they don't understand that. Yeah, because what you fear most plagues you. Whereas, you know... And, and it just goes, to, like, this country is going to have to see the other side. Right. We, we are at the top, right? And so the natural evolution of America's soul is to, it. we were taken, we took it. Yeah. We fucking stole it. And it t- came at the expense of such brutality and slavery and rape mm-hmm. and everything else under the, everything else sketchy and violent under the sun. And so the individuals at the top that carry that fucking um, guilt mm-hmm. with them, generational fucking guilt, they are so afraid of losing it that the everybody underneath them is is rising up, and it will turn over. But the thing is, is that I mean, do you feel like this is like the early stages of basically what? Like what happened in a lot of countries in Europe with, yes. you know, like the proletariat yes. rising and like yes, eventually cycles. becoming a democratic socialist state, yes. you know, like most places in Europe, which we are hundreds of years behind them because we are hundreds of years younger, younger. as a country. Yeah. So th- this shift that we're seeing seemed to be some sort of natural progression towards that. I hope. Mm-hmm. I mean, I That's feel like it, hoping, in our lifetime. But there was also I Nazi don't know. Germany. That's true. And how that worked. Right. And and look at Germany now is ranked like one of the best places in the world to live. I think it's like cities in Germany are like number one. And it's like, mm-hmm. and it's like one of the best places in the world to live. And America, the quote unquote land of the free Ugh. isn't. And so it's like yeah. the fact that 60 years ago, no, 80 years ago. Yeah. Man, I can't believe it's going to be almost 80 years. But so like 80 years ago during Nazi Germany and World War Two. Like you, it was so unsafe and, and terrifying and people were fleeing of, and of course there was a mass genocide. And so it's like fucking crazy that that's the place to live now. And America's the fucking one that's become. Well, I think before Nazi Germany, um, wasn't like when it was like Bohemia, like wasn't Germany like kind of like. Yeah, but in artistically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there was like a like an artistic movement out there, and then now it's like kind of back to that. But still, well, because it just goes to cycles, and that's yeah. scary because there was just an artistic movement. I feel there was like a, here. Like, if, if you think about it this way, the tech movement. There was this oh, like promise oh of like yeah. there was this new technology, this new thing, mm-hmm. and it did merge with the creative sort of realm. Right, and so like. 
I mean, if you're looking at a thing that happened back then. But also like, you have to think of like what Berlin in the 20s stemmed from and that stemmed from, from the after effects of World War One. Right. And that's the thing, though, is I, I really, truly think that everything in history is everything is cyclical for sure yeah every i mean everything is cycles and so we it's like you, we you would think that we would fucking learn but every but i guess every, one of one of the cycles that comes up so this is what i think is one of the key problems in this country is just like the power structures that are in place so we like we have the rich at the top who mm-hmm. are just like taking 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 and this includes you know like i don't know like tech CEOs, you know, real estate moguls, yeah. politicians, um, heirs to God knows what. Just, I don't, just like, the, like yeah. yeah. So those people are at the top and they're taking so much that the middle class is like shrinking, shrinking, shrinking. Yeah. Uh, like, like people are getting, you know, fucked. Like it, they keep saying like, oh, the, the economy's great. The economy's great. It, the economy is not great. Yeah. It is not yeah. great. That is such a fucking lie. I, you know, like, and I know it's not great because I'm not doing that yeah. <laughs> as great as I had. I was making more money in 2013. Like yeah, what? Too. So what is going on with that? You know, that's part of it. And then also in this country, it seems like it's like, it's like treated. We treat poor people like criminals basically yeah. like we hate the poor well, you know I mean. this is actually this, a very classist society and everything yeah. that trump's doing is making it more stark more yeah they're, they're making that divide greater. it's so interesting because like you know in other countries where they have like social systems in place to aid people who need it you know instead here we're like oh yeah you're homeless it's your fucking fault like you're gonna be homeless That's, you know it's yeah. like this it's sick well, thinking the mind it is and that's the the privileged individual at the top that thinks like well we came here to america we like um you know in like the 50s it's like well i worked really hard for this you know corporation right. for 40 years and my family all did this and da, 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 da. like they just like that's the mentality that all those people made it for themselves and that's what the next generation needs to do. The next generation. Well, and, well, and that whole lie of the American dream, I think, is like it's, really important because it's such a lie. No, it's a total lie. You know, like you're told, like, oh, well, you know, you you can work really hard, go to college, get a great job, own a house, all this stuff, and that's just not the yeah. case. That's not reality. You know, people yeah. really are struggling out here. I think people are really like starting to get fed up. You know. I hope, I think, I'm pretty fed up with what's going on out here. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, but I think it, like, deludes people. Like, this idea of the American dream just, like, totally deludes people. I think that is also, that leads into a symptom of, like, um, the incidences of violence we've had in this country. You know, with, like, shootings and stuff like that. Where, like, you know, people just, like, fucking snap. And a, a lot of it can have to do with, like oh, my life isn't going the way that it's supposed to be going. That, you know, because well, people are fed this, like, lie. Often, well, and most, all a lot of the violent stuff, shootings in particular, are white men. Yeah. Straight white men who are... Have an entitlement. Have such an entitlement thing. Right. Where they were supposed to have XYZ. It's mm-hmm. not like that anymore. And they have a fucking chip on their shoulder. And the max... And, yeah, raising our boys the 
toxic masculinity like that we instill in everybody is the real true root of all the problems because that's the thing yes. that weakens the woman. Do you think that that's masculinity the ultimate weakens the woman's role? And then the, immediately we have an oppressed and an oppressor. Okay. Do you think that those, this concept of like gender roles and what masculinity is supposed to be and what femininity is supposed to be. Do you think that ultimately is the basis of like these problems we're having in this country? Like that, like for, like for example, you talk about like how, you know, people, you know, Europeans came over here and took this country. Yeah. That is like a masculine. No, the mass toxic act, like an active invasion. Like, Oh, I'm, taking this yeah. you know? well, here's, well here's the deal right like it's i have not had the experience of having to personally run for my life mm-hmm. somewhere yeah i haven't yeah but also i think i have that. no but just thinking of you know this country and the foundation of this country and ba 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 like it was started by people with power mm-hmm. you know so it's it's essentially it's always like who has the most power and you hear about like the like atlantis and like whatever the fuck like lemuria and all of these golden ages where everything is fabulous and you're shitting gold and whatnot and yeah and it it it, on a weird scientific basis i could see maybe that could be like everybody's energy is really high velocity yeah but we're in the middle of like expressing what is what greed looks like what Mm -hmm. rage looks like what all of this looks like and it's in my experience i have to know one in order to know the other Mm -hmm. you know so it's like we're having all of we have a fuck ton of shit that's fucked up yeah yeah and then on the other side of that then is well, it causes me to ask where my morality lies. It causes me to ask how uncomfortable am I willing to get past the point of like, how far am I willing to go? How far am I willing to grow? Mm-hmm. You know, like in order to create change. Exactly. Yeah. Well, but that's the thing though, is I also think, because I think this is all a product of so many different things too, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like this huge amalgamation of it like, is. So, and also it's such an interesting time just culturally where you brought up technology. I, that's what like I was this say. is, yeah, no. Cause I think about it. Like when we were, I don't know, kids, like that's when like the internet, like we started having the internet in the house, you but know? And, and it's amazing like, yeah. how over just like 20 years or something, it's like taken over culturally and we have tweeting yes he's, he's tweeting, yes like, sending it's like out messages to the, yes because this is make fun of on, yeah everything's on a huge stage yeah now. yeah and it used to be just uh, yeah news because i totally feel like a lot of the problems we are experiencing are due to basically the ability to communicate at a speed, a speed unlike yeah. 
ever before in history. And on, it's so true. And on yeah. top of that, here's the thing too, right? We have an insane population. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right now. Yeah. On top of the fact we're dealing with climate change. We're dealing with... Um, I mean, that's the real thing, though. Well, yeah. So it's... Uh, where are... It's where are we going to put everybody? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so it's... It brings up the quote-unquote potential for lack and like so many... It's, it just is, uh, I, I don't fucking know. I mean, here's the deal, right? I don't know. Decisions, like looking at things on a mass scale, mm-hmm. like, and this is going to be a, a trek for a sec, but like okay. everybody who's in, uh, on, uh, in a position, like humanity has survived for this long and this many years because we've evolved um, and made choices that have enabled us to continue. And some of these choices met be, were like things like civilization, right? Mm-hmm. Because once you start to get too many people, you need to have governing bodies to keep control of all the people, right? Right. Because you don't want it to be mass chaos. Right. So that in itself changes like what – then all of a sudden there are people in control of other people's lives, choices, everything. Right. And so that balance – is very fucking delicate. And we have recognized that it's important to keep the balance or else wars take place and a whole bunch of people die. So we know this, yet it's also that thing where one of the choices, like we're about to have the choice of, we know Kavanaugh is probably going to overturn Roe versus Wade. And so we know that the fucking globe is dying and there aren't enough fucking resources and we're way overpopulated and you want to fucking ban abortion you fuck like anybody like these are those choices that are going to lead to even more overcrowding and the ultimate demise of the fucking human race yeah like and that's what man's experience was we've been given this gift of life what is life we've mastered life and then we've started to destroy what life even stands for and the control aspect is masculinity. And if you talk about the earth as like a fucking soul, right, has masculine and feminine energy. Mother nature is the feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And humanity is the masculine energy. The seas, the control, yeah. the, you know, like that's what we're coming up against. Yeah. And one of the biggest cornerstones is organized religion. Oh, yeah. And okay. And then this raises something that I've thought about is like the inconsistency of people who are like strictly pro-life. They're like, oh, every, every life is precious. And then once it's born. But then, but then like once somebody exists in the world, they're like, oh, well, you know, well, yeah, yeah, pull yourself up by your bootstraps or you got to be homeless or like, I you know, you somebody's like, out of a, you know, a, yeah. a woman who's so, di- who died of heroin during your birth and yeah, you, you know, yeah. So like luck. when people are impoverished or drug addicted or homeless or can't find a job, it's their fault. Right. So that is like an automatic inherent inconsistency exactly. in their thinking. Did you ever see um, or read, what was that? Freakonomics? No. Oh, well, they talk about um, the, in effect of when Roe v. Wade 
uh, did go into effect mm-hmm. in the 70s. So they talk about how the crime rate went down significantly. Yeah. Yeah. Like 20 years after that, there like, there was like a sharp yeah. decline in crime yeah, and they were like, like why is that? And it's and because like, a lot of the, you know, abortion. the abortions that had been carried out were, you know, it was, you know, single mothers, you know, women who had little to no resources or mm-hmm. help. They were in poverty and you know, they were able to legally safely get this done. That's the key. Yeah. They're safely safe access to safe abortion is the inherent issue there. Yes, exactly. Um, and then because of this, you know, you know, it would have been if these children had been born, you know, they would have been, you know, on their own, like, you know, in these like big cities, like and like repeating these cycles that had happened yeah. previously, yeah. you know, but, you know, people don't want to even acknowledge that. They're like, oh, no, like, you know, this life is precious because, you know, Jesus said so. Yeah. And and that's just it's like mind boggling. It does. And here's and here's the thing, the thing was like, you know, like all the Bible thumpers, like yeah. where it's like life begins, like it never says conception. Mm-hmm. It says breath. Mm-hmm. It says the first breath. Exactly. They always, they, they're, but they're and I think you told me that. Everything. No, but we were somewhere together when we saw it and somebody said it. Also, you know, there was a woman I we listened to recently on a podcast who I, she's running for some type of office in Colorado Springs where I mm-hmm. grew up. And she also like works in the clergy, but she, you know, she came from academia and she, she said that she never foresaw herself like working in a church or doing anything like that. But she's, um, she's pro-choice, mm-hmm. which is like, people are like, what? You yeah, know, women should start <laughs> and she actually said <laughs> that there are, there's a portion in the new Testament of the Bible that gives instructions on how to perform a safe abortion. She of actually course. said that. That's and I, amazing. and I was like, and that makes sense to me. And she talked about how people who, you know, you know, talk about the Bible and celebrate the Bible, they're not actually reading it. She exactly. said, you know, and they're know. in, if they are, they're not interpreting it the way it's supposed to be, you know, going to they want it to fit their religion. narrative. Exactly. Which, you know, people will take anything and be like, oh, men. yeah, men can only be popes. Men right. can only be, you know what I mean? So yeah. that in itself, right away, power play and yeah. then religion was, oh, that's what I was going to say before, you know, like we talk about like, oh, this life is supposed to be celebrated. Um, oh, fuck. What was it? You'd said, um, about like people on the street who, um, oh, fuck. people who are homeless. It was something else after that. Bootstraps. Oh, no. I, yeah, <laughs> I forgot. God damn it. It's no, it's okay. Um, but yeah, no, like. It just, it begins with, oh man, I wish I could remember that. I'm sorry. You I'm mean, a little no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No, I, I just think it's interesting how, and this is another thing I, that like boggles my mind is ha- just how much we worship money and power in this country. Well, We're like, oh yeah, that's so cool that, you, you know, this guy is so fucking rich. Items. I remember, did you ever see? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. See, like, this is the whole thing, Heather, right? Because there's a whole spiritual vibe shit starting in L.A. And 
not just now starting, but it's getting, it's growing. Well, don't you feel like there, there's, there, there's like a, there's too. an, e- the spiritual movement is like growing bigger and yeah, bigger right now. Yeah. It's like because, a whole thing. Because listen, listen to this, yeah. listen to this, this is fascinating shit. The Wild Wild Country directors, right? The Wild Wild Country documentary, the two dudes who directed it were on a podcast that Heather and I, uh, do that's on hiatus. Mm-hmm. Um, and called it highly spiritual. And we talked about how the, the woman in that, what, what's her name? Sheila. Sheila, her, she admitted like that, you know, her part with being with Osho and like the church and stuff was, or like with his group, the commune was um, like that they had wanted to come to bring meditation to the West. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, they fucking did. Mm hmm. You think about that in the 80s and how that spread out. Yeah. How there was like Hollywood people that like heard about it that wanted to go and join the commune and all this stuff. So that shit like spread. People start popping up all these stores, all these, right. you know, astrology and, and psychic yeah. and like all this stuff. And so it spread out and we are having this more spiritual movement, which is going to eventually, if humanity can survive it, overtake like the Christian type teachings in like this country because there has to be a change again right change with every cycle if this is the religion cycle the earliest that we know of is like greek mythology which was gods and goddesses and Mm -hmm. they lived in their energies neither was more powerful than the other they lived you know in harmony the the two energies and then when it split to a male god (laughs) you know that created all like that's where and yeah like, like at some point it it, it, like there was more so, like polytheistic belief yeah. than monotheistic yeah. you know and so i think we're gonna we're gonna eventually if humanity can survive the religion thing in america will have its cycle as well you know oh yeah no totally well it's kind of interesting i because <laughs> i'm into astrology and all that stuff mm-hmm. but like i noticed for a while because i got i have a tattoo of my sign on my ankle okay. and and i got it when i on my 21st birthday but i was rem- sagittarius right aquarius. Oh, aquarius but i remember like a few years after i got it there was this kind of like people were like shaming people who were into astrology and there is still kind of some of that but now it's like back full it's force back, yeah. and everybody's like so down with it i don't think it's just in la either like because no, like it's everywhere because like if you, like another internet thing is like something huge right now is astrology meaning have yeah. you seen this like people are so into this and it's really surprising to me how it's made like this full force comeback yeah. that, oh that's funny with astrology what isn't that funny? memes Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, you know, yeah. different memes about like, you know, you're, you're like this because the, you know, no, yeah, yeah. Exactly. um, yeah, no, it's, it, it's really strange how that happens, how these things, you know, come and go in cycles, but yeah, well, no. because when things are going really shitty, people look for meaning in their lives. Oh yeah. And you know, for alternate yeah. belief. And, yeah. And on, and on top of that, you look and at then like, they find inner love and then the love wins over. And then it eventually becomes the fear again. And yeah. Start, I mean, this is the cycle of the yeah. universe. And, and you know what I think people really need in this country and they're so resistant to, and I guess this is fear-based, is that I think I don't think enough people are um, into like self-care 
and mental health and, and stuff like that. But that's growing too because people, yeah. you know, like Heather's gotten me really like, like when I said earlier that I didn't listen to people, like what I meant was I, you know, I knew everything. I was such an annoying know-it-all and I still mm-hmm. am. But like, but like I trust what Heather says and from day one because mm-hmm. she speaks with such, she has so much integrity. Like she sticks to her fucking morals no matter what. And like, you're just like amazing. And so mm. I trust everything that you say. And so therefore there are times where I may not be sure about something, but like she's sure. And so I'm like, okay. Whereas before I'd be like, they don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's time yeah. to start to realize like, oh my God, I don't always know everything. You right. Can trust that other people do too. And it's made me listen to people more and like. You know, I just feel like yeah, all my bad habits. It, it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier about like just like you have like people are unwilling to change and people need to just like shift that, you know, and be more open. Look within, to but yeah. all and the answers are within. But here's yeah. and but that's tippy dippy, but it's true. And it also goes to this too, you know. And I think this is a, a subject that is never talked about because I think a it's considered taboo. And I, I think it's, uh, you know, a lot of people um, think it in poor taste, but we're all going to die. Mm-hmm. All of us. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we can't control it. And we... Uh, I think that's the biggest fear people have. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Mm-hmm. You and know? so, so as it, a result, what do we do? We create civilization with all these strict rules. And so we don't end up living, which is what we're here to actually do. Our souls want to live. And then we're so afraid of not living anymore that we prevent ourselves from ever actually living. That's the greatest irony. And also when you have, when you have people telling you what living is and what it's not and what it looks like and what it doesn't and you know, the correct way, um, people follow that to a T. Yeah. Until it stops and, working. Well, because they're betraying their soul. Yeah. And that's why eventually, once you get a child, like, I'm I'm the black sheep of my family. I'm the rebel that went out and sought something different than yeah. all the generations before me. Because, mm-hmm. this, and, and it makes sense if you look at, when I look at who my grandparents are, and I know that, like, my grandma was, like, a badass that was, like, to be born in 1932 and then be, like always telling me about how you played softball and like did all, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. she was just cool. And you know, she like, she didn't, she wasn't like one of those, like, well, it's up to him to make all the decisions ladies. Right. Mm -hmm. So she was stronger than most women. Right. So then I think of like all the things that she maybe had to hold back and not pursue. My mom is somebody who is an artist. She's so fucking talented. Mm -hmm. She can like, I mean, it's incredible what she can draw and paint. And she um, was going to go to art school and then like last minute married my dad and didn't, right? Mm -hmm. And so like they opened a business. She had kids, never wanted kids. So her level of like wanting an escape, her level of what she gave up, right? To the point of me where it's like I watch now two women that I know probably wanted different things. Mm Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. You wouldn't change your life, but you still betrayed mm. your soul a little. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And so no, I have I so have, much I have that already. in my family where I feel like, yeah, because on my, on my dad's side, I'm like 
third generation on my mom's side. I'm like second generation. Her grandma was my grandmother on her side was born in Spain. Um, yeah, no, I feel like I just kind of like you, I am at heart this sort of like rebel soul. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like in some way I am pioneering something from my lineage where I really am living as free of a life as any woman in my family ever has. Yes, you have. And I feel and that's kind of influence. I feel like have, honored to be that. I do. And you're going to have nieces or nephews well, yeah. and they're going to be like, "Well, Aunt Heather." No. And that and but it's going to influence them. No, it's I know. Important. Yeah, no, like no, cuz my sister has kids and you know, she you know, she lives in Colorado and you know, she enjoys that life, you know, just like you know, a quiet, like, farm town type life. And my mm-hmm. brother is in Georgia, also, like, in a farm type town with, with his kids. And I'm the only kid who, you know, is, you know, unmarried, no children. Performing I, at the world-famous comedy I, store. Yes! Yeah. But I think, like, how, totally. like how fucking cool my life is, yeah. you no, know? I that all the and, time. Yeah. and how, and I feel so blessed that I have this freedom yes. and not even just freedom, but also like, I, I hate saying this because it's like stupid because I, I hate playing into masculine power structures, but to have the balls to do what I do, yeah. <laughs> like to be out yes. here yes. doing what I do and, yes. and doing it alone. I you have know? this thought all the time. And like, and yeah. this is my thing with like a lot of the caddy shit that happens in the comedy community, why mm-hmm. I like feel like I'm a little far removed of it mm-hmm. because like, we gotta give. We should be fucking propping each other up all the time. Yeah. Like to even like go out and do on stages in front of people what a stand up does. On top of the fact that you had to move here from whatever farm town we all showed up here from. Yeah. Like, this is like fucking incredible that we even put ourselves on the line like this. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because comics. I love no, you cause all. I so promise. many people. Because so many people never like even dare to take a risk again going back to fear-based thinking you know like oh I could never do that like like I remember when I told people I was moving to LA they were like a few of my good friends are like oh you'll be back soon yeah and I was like what no I won't and I I knew I wouldn't I knew I wouldn't because I really have this attitude of like where there's a will there's a way I do and I'm so resourceful like Oh, I don't. Do you know Lisa Chanu? Like she's she's I, done I, some uh, some readings for me, some tarot readings for me, and she's and one of the things she says that comes up for me repeatedly is that I'm a person who is like able to find money when they need it. So yeah. Like if I get a bill or something comes up, like I'll be able to like pick up a job to like take yeah. care of it. Yeah, That's how so, Heather is too. Yeah, like I I've always had that within me. And, but I think I learned that from a young age because like when I was growing up, I felt, I felt like I kind of became a parent to myself totally, at a young age. Yeah. yeah. Because we talked about this on your other podcast. Yeah. Cause yeah. my, cause my dad was like, you know, mean and didn't like provide like nurturing love to me, you know, you know, if he had, I'd probably be satisfied living in Colorado, sure. like doing whatever, sure. like being a lawyer. <laughs> Which would be my alternate life. And then, like, my mom, you know, I love my mom, but, like, when I was growing up, I think due to the effects of my father, her depression was heightened. Like, yeah. she she was, like, 
depressed most of my childhood and now looking back on it, i know why it was because she was in this like She's emotionally and verbally abusive relationship yeah. you know and and so i was like kind of parenting myself from a young age like i remember just like you know like becoming a loner kind of at a young age um you know i was reading a lot like i would God, just like take care exactly of myself <laughs> I just like took care of myself, you know, and I feel like in a way, and I started going to therapy when I was 12 and I feel like in a lot of ways, I'm kind of like light years ahead of people my age. And I'm not trying to like say, I'm like, I'm like so much more enlightened or better than other people. But but there's a, there's a security that comes when you, when you take care of yourself as a kid that enables you to be okay without others. Right. And therefore you don't always need to feed into like what everybody else wants from right you. but then it leads to other problems later yeah, on that exactly. i you know things of, i deal of, with of still. issues like <laughs> yeah. trying to fit in like this and exactly there's there's always gonna be an effect after whatever right you know every action there will be an effect equal or opposite so mm-hmm. if you give out you know whatever the fear is yeah yeah and i was actually i was kind of having a, a conversation tonight at the comic store where somebody was saying like and, and, and like, I don't want to, again, I don't want to sound like I'm like tooting my own horn or anything, but I was, we were talking about comedy and I was like, you know, I just feel like I'm, I'm pretty underrated as a comedian. And she was like, she's like, oh, 100%. I told, I think you're really, I think you're so fucking funny. And I think people don't always acknowledge it because you intimidate them. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> like, like that really like surprised me. Like she, no, cause true. yeah, because when you're a woman who me, who like is not afraid of her own strength <clears throat> like in in multiple ways like people like don't like that you I know? know exactly again transitioning back into what we were women saying who like feel but this is the same with men too yeah the thing is is that women who um actually no it's very different and this is exactly the gender fucking oh. look at how this came back okay good like like literally the de- the defining look, look at how opposite it is if a woman is sure of herself and like whatever mm-hmm. other people are intimidated they don't like her she's mm-hmm. not liked when a man right she's is, a bitch yes yeah and when a man is sure of himself will do whatever he wants he's in charge da, 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 da. we trust you he's yeah isn't he great what a great guy yep like and that's everything right but it's like it is so true. And, and I always, I, I, I don't know what, I don't know what it is with me. I feel like a lot of people don't like me and I don't. And it's that thing where it's like, Oh, I've had that a lot in life too. Yeah. yeah. And, and I just, and it's like, I, you know, I'm just going to keep living, you know? And, and yeah, you know, I really, you know, I used to, things like that used to really bother me where like, Oh my God, like, I don't think that person likes me. And yeah. I would like obsess over that. And now I'm at the point where I mean, it obsess. just like really rolls care, off my I back just know now. That it's true, huh? Like a lot of those things roll off my back now. Where yeah. I'm like, well, I don't really care, you know. Like, I'm, you're secure. Yeah, I, I try to be. I mean, oh, that's what I was gonna say. It's like a work in progress, always, you know. Right, but that's what I was gonna say. Like, you don't intimidate me. For so sure, we can, no. Like chat, yeah, and I don't intimidate you, so we can like fucking chat, yeah. Like, there's not, and like when somebody's secure in themselves. They don't, you know, like they don't get intimidated by others. Right. And that's just it. Yeah. Like lately. And that's something that's cool that's happening too. As you get older, like 
you know, I start like thinking about people that inspire me. And like, if I were like in rooms with like, I'm starting, I, I'm getting to that point where I'm like, I, I could be in a room with them. I, I can work. I'm on that level now. I could work alongside them. Like, yeah, like we, I wouldn't be intimidated to share ideas with this person. Do you know what sure. I mean? Sure. Yeah. 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 That's something that's like, I, I still sometimes have this like imposter syndrome. Oh, of course. <laughs> going on where i'm like oh my god like i i'm a fraud everybody's gonna see how so do I. horrible i am <laughs> yeah i think even after is... almost 30 years of doing this yeah yeah no it's so interesting how that just like i don't know like but it's a beautiful but it's a beautiful process right it, i mean i'll tell you what like there was somebody tonight who was at the thing that i was at that i'm a very big fan of mm-hmm and I was just sitting here thinking, because <clears throat> I was thinking, I, I was awkward as fuck during that conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd like, mm, mm, ah, fucking, mm, ah. like, <laughs> like a weirdo. Yeah. Um, Because part of me was like, oh my God, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love your work. And for me, I've been conditioned to think that that is not appropriate. Right. When meeting someone whom you're a fan of. Yeah. But it, it, and it, and I'm just like sitting here thinking, you know, like Brene Brown talks about, um, like stifling joy. Mm-hmm. And I think that we've become so conditioned in terms of like stifling joy in our like immediate experience of something that like we rob ourselves of the fullness of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like we were taught to feel shame for having it. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck that shit. I know. That's why I love Tiffany well, we Haddish so fucking much. Me too. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, we're ready. We we're, People are sick of this fucking fake lives that, like, these, like, the cookie-cutter Americans live. Like, they're all, they all have so many secrets in their fucking closet because they get bored because mm-hmm. life's too easy for them. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like, we're, and people out here are like, oh, please, we know you're fucking you and you're fucking you and, like, whatever the fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. And people it's refreshing to find real people like it's just refreshing yeah but like yeah and so like i think like and so she's like that but i feel like i've been getting more and more like i feel like within my relationship with heather Mm. um i feel safe to express my joy as big as i desire yes ma'am yes that is correct yeah you know Mm -hmm. like for real that is I hope correct. you feel the same also, but you don't have to. No, I do. I do. And I just want to be able to express that all the time. Right. And it's so rare that I feel it, which is also why I feel like it's a feeling that it can be tricky and difficult to navigate. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for fuck's sakes, you know, because it's like just because I feel horny, it doesn't mean I'm going to like rub up against the next rounded surface yeah you know, like <laughs> uh, like a dinner party right? yeah you know what i mean so it's 
it's not just snapping to like every impulsive feeling that one has that may bring pleasure. Right. Right. You know, I mean, it goes to so fucking much for fuck's sakes. I just want to live in a fucking cabin in the woods and like have fucking conversations like this with people. <laughs> like be like, oh, I've, I've thought about I want a cabin oh, in Colorado sure. to like I write in. I'm like that, too. I just I, I want one for sure. <laughs> Something. OK. And and yeah, I'm, I don't know. Don't. What? Nothing. It was a whole thing that just totally. came out as bleh. That's fine. Yeah, I'm like stoned, so I'm wondering how long we've been talking. And I'm like, well, we've it been be talking. Weird if it was like 12 minutes. Been, no, <laughs> it was about 12 minutes. Uh, no, we're so we're just we're at been. right around an hour, so we okay. should start wrapping up because okay you know. do we want to give our because we never actually got into the cabin on well decision. i mean what is there to say really i mean first, well no, there's one thing i have to say yeah. though is one thing that i'm kind of like annoyed with in this whole thing is like on like was it on saturday when he got confirmed or yeah. sunday and yeah. and and everybody was acting shocked I know. that this happened i was not shocked I was like, oh, yeah. oh, I I knew this was going to happen. Um, Once I saw posts from people from my hometown that said, I don't, that woman, like, <sighs> I don't see, like, they're oh, ruining God. his family. And, like, oh, my God. Once I saw those posts, I was like, yeah. oh, dear God, he's going to get confirmed. This is something oh, yeah. that the media oh, is yeah. pushing. No, me. I even had, and I don't want to, like, mention names or anything, but I was texting with... Um, a woman an attorney i don't know how much to say. <laughs> i used to work with this woman okay and she's a little older i mean i guess she's like 45 ish so there could be like a generational thing here but like she kept saying and she is she votes democratically is you know liberal historically as far as i know but she like was talking saying this stuff in text where i was like oh boy where she was like oh you know why would the why wouldn't this woman just report it when it happened? You know all the typical like victim blaming and type all stuff. I say and she's that, like, they're ruining moment. his life, but I'm like, oh, his God. life is not ruined. He and got away with. <laughs> and here's the fucking truth: at the end of the day, if you've never been, if this has never happened to you, mm-hmm. then you don't get to say why didn't you fucking tell? Right. If you haven't been assaulted, well, no. See, so that, that's the irony because she has fucking, been. That chick, well, yeah. She's the and did she report she... right away? Well, no. See, well, I don't want to get like too much into details, but it happened when she was like, you know, young, a yes, child. Yes. So, but she like was saying she was like she was like you know what if somebody because she like brought something up that so of course a kid tells right but like she brought something up she was i know they don't always but no yeah. she was like when i was nine years old i like i kissed a boy on the bus and what if people brought that up but i was like but you were just a child when that happened yeah. like we're not talking like you're comparing apples to oranges like yeah. this whole thing with brett kavanaugh and and not to mention just like the physiological response i experienced yes. to this it was horrifying yeah like all that week i was just like nervous on edge and yeah. I did post about 
like something kind of similar that happened to me um, on Facebook where, you know, I had a boyfriend who, you know, was trying to have sex with me. He was like, I want to have sex. And he was like choking me and I had to like, you know, get away from him. It's all, you know, just one of the most fucked up things that's ever happened to me and still a trauma that I'm still processing. Yeah. And I've talked to so many women uh, over the last week who are like, you know, who are realizing like just how much deep seated trauma they have and how these events have just brought it back up to the surface, you know, PTSD. Yeah. Oh yeah. For Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like women. Yeah. It's like complex PTSD. PTSD. Oh yeah, for sure. And then it's like, it gets like layered and layered and layered with like, it's like, it's like a deep ocean of it, you know, with like different layers. And even just the thing of like the fact that they would listen to immediately we think women are distrustful because even the fucking apple like for real is that like still mm. the reason why? Like, <laughs> I mean that's where it seems to start. That's where it started. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I mean it's all just so fucking ridiculous. I just at the end of the day like the facts are facts and the facts are is that his roommate now has come forward and said that all this stuff. Mm-hmm. His his um well he, he perjured take, himself he did, so many thing, times yeah, he decided not to take a polygraph but we're talking about something that here's the thing all that shit matters and none of that shit matters exactly but the most important mm-hmm. thing that does matter is november 6th vote yeah and like regard like even if you think that you're registered to vote check tomorrow or not tomorrow and i know that uh there's a, a list circulating online about end dates and i know that uh california is october 22nd, 22nd. Yeah. that's right yes. yes i looked that up yesterday so that's you know and like prop 10 is something that's being voted on which is like there's all of this shit it's like that we talk about where it's like Ah, um, sorry, that was just a phone drop. Yeah, it's okay. I don't know if they heard that. Um, <laughs> if you did, that's like, what ah. it. But if you did, that's what it was. Like that's the thing where it's like, of course, like they're doing exactly what this. It's happening exactly as it's meant to happen. Of course, i.e., like white supremacy and the patriarchy is continuing to work as it was designed to work. Yeah. And the most important thing that you can do is like vote, not only vote, but like register other people to vote. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you're afraid you might not be here, like on election day, you can mail in your ballot. You can do an absentee ballot. And this is like, these really are the cornerstone moments because it's like people, people get involved when shit's getting serious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, but we're in that race. We're right at that pinnacle where it's like, are but not yeah. Like we're right at that cornerstone. We're right at that fork in the road where it's like. I think shit really is getting serious. No, it right is now, serious for sure. Fuck. It is. It's insane. But that's what yeah. I mean. But it's getting so insane that more people are getting involved and talking about being involved. But it's like, is it too late or not? And that's really the question because mm. if. It like because if you think about it like this, like when when shit's going fine and people don't have a worry in the world, they're like, why would I waste a Tuesday? Why would I take time off work to go vote? I don't care because like I have not a problem. Nothing's going to mm-hmm. affect me, right? Less people vote. Once shit starts getting crazy, they start to vote, and so that's literally like the beginning of the the you know the 
oppressed rising up and it's we're now at that literal point where who we elect right now is so fucking important. This one is so fucking important mm-hmm. because it's the di- the difference between us salvaging any form of democracy that we still have left mm-hmm. or us completely turning into a fucking fascist dictatorship in, you know, the next few years. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. and we're literally, it's, it's now like, this is it. Oh yeah. No, everything that Trump brings to the table. I hate saying his name. Sorry. I, <laughs> I hate it. Um, like everything that he does or enacts is a sign of fascism. Yes. And it's like, we are in these early stages yes. of fascism and rising on the like, right. It's not gonna happen and here. Al- and also let's just be very aware though of the freedoms that we do have right now which include getting to be able to speak freely into a microphone exactly. about yeah. somebody that happens to be the president of the United States. No, exactly. Yes. And knowing yeah. that we get to safely put it out, quote unquote, and, you know, yeah. without fear of, quote unquote, retribution. Right. Or getting arrested as of yet, mm-hmm. you know, but then you look at things like the Trump administration wanting more than wanting the information of people that were clicking on like anti-Trump. Oh my God. I know. That's yeah. so scary. It's so fucked. And, and, and this is, and it's just uh, happening right under our fucking nose. And here's the thing too, right? Where it's, <clears throat> I think there's so much that we don't understand. And like Heather said before, like it really is like either decisions based in fear and decisions based in love Mm -hmm. you know and it's like you can't experience one without experiencing the other and i make decisions based out of fear all the time say something not say something you know fully express myself or not like every every moment is a choice you know but then i get to use and utilize those moments where i didn't act the way that I wanted to act and I didn't say what I desire to say and then I get to choose again. You know, so it's... I don't really kind of give a fuck what anybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, because like it's... I only start to give a fuck what other people are doing when I'm not doing shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because then, then it's very easy to be judgy because it's really just yeah exactly i'm so sick of myself yeah Mm -hmm. no totally you know that's it yeah oh my god i (laughs) we've talked about so much um i know but vote vote and and we're we're barely scratching the surface yeah but you're right you know everybody should vote i mean i vote every election i like i remember the last time i voted what was the one in uh the was it in june we had one i i went to work and had my i voted sticker and i work at a law firm and some of the the lawyers were like oh you're like making me look bad (laughs) i'm like good like you should like and that's what i meant earlier like that's the the response that people who are afraid that something's being taken away are having yeah you're making me like feel fucking shit you yeah, know, and it's like I'm not doing anything. By yeah, just and being here, right? And also, like, it just seems like there's so many people 
just like distracted by things yeah. and it seems like that seems to be like a tool of yeah people power are, structures also yes, it's like it everybody's is. just like oh I'm, i gotta play Fortnite now you know and like and that's what, like all people care about you yeah, know it's exactly it, i don't know well, it's how like to... during the great depression um movies had this huge surge because mm-hmm. people were like devastated they like if any spare money they had they wanted to spend on entertainment you know right and so it's like people need to feel good and so either we're gonna put those to use or we're going to waste our time and if it's on the internet it's probably wasting our time right Mm -hmm. oh man god this could go on for a long time (laughs) just three heathers talking about all the problems in the world yeah um do we have anything else that critical that we need to say before we go because i think I think vote. I'm okay. Yeah, okay. Just vote. Yeah, no, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, October 22nd, we said, is the, is the last time in LA. Because this, yeah. be this will go up at the end of the week, I think. So that'll be good. Um, Yeah, and I guess, you know, I guess what I would say to any, maybe there's a young lady listening mm-hmm. to this and Hopefully. she's in a farm town (laughs) in the middle of the country and i just i'm speaking to that girl and i'm telling her don't be afraid and just do what you want yes do what you want everyone needs to do what they want i promise you then you wouldn't want to push other people down end of story and stay in school unless you want to push other people down (laughs) well right but they if they were really doing best for self yeah that's what i mean yeah. And stay in school. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so pro staying in school. Um, I guess that's it. Anything else? No. no thank you no. for having me. Plug. And plugs. Oh, we have a movie. It'll it'll be out probably early of early 2019. I'm assuming. Um, it's called Stuck. It stars Heather Monteraza. Look it up. Yay. <laughs> um social media do you need to plug your social media no okay i'll plug mine (laughs) (laughs) oh no i'll just plug my website unrulymaruli.com where all of my comedy dates are coming if you need a distraction i'm doing comedy and i'm gonna be in new york for a whole week so those dates will be on my website i actually booked a lot of shows i'm so uh pleased with myself right now not bragging no shade guys um (laughs) okay um yeah enjoy it fully i i totally am and so i guess we'll just sign off by saying happy monday because it is monday (laughs) yes happy monday happy monday Yeah, in the sky Cause you make me feel